Holding a grudge does not make you strong. It makes you bitter. Forgiving doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. Thank you for trying us out. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for a limited time for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Love Audible. You can subscribe to the show on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also sign up for the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Make sure you click that like and share button as you listen to the show because that helps it grow. So let's move into the topic. Holding a grudge does not make you strong. It makes you bitter. Forgiving doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. You know, a lot of the times when I'm thinking about these topics and reading the topics, and the topics are selected based upon the feedback I get from the community on the Facebook page. You know, the number of likes and shares and reactions that kind of determines what the what I, I feel like it hits a cultural nerve or at least some kind of a nerve. Part of the reason this quote might have gotten such feedback is because Morgan Freeman was on the on the picture of it. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. That guy's universally loved and for good reason. But I also think the quote, of course, has lots of value to it. I don't even know if it's something he said or if they just used his picture when they did the quote. Not really that important who said it because it has a lot of a lot of value to it. Are we the kind of people who holds hold grudges? There are certain parts of our personality I think that just come naturally. And I I, I believe this to be true. I do believe in the natural law. For those of you who don't know what the natural law is, is it basically argues that there is a moral truth to the universe. And we are finite and limited in our understanding of that law and our knowledge. And we have a very, since we have a finite level of knowledge and experience, navigating moral laws is very, very exhausting and existentially depressing to us. But I do believe that it is not impossible and sometimes the best we can thing we can do is just do our best. Actually, that is the only thing we can do. But I do think that in any given situation, if we had the full knowledge and experience of all of time and history, there would be one absolutely morally correct decision to make. But we don't have all knowledge of morality and history and experience. So we just have to do the best we can with what we've got. I think the closer we get to navigating the moral law well, the better our relationships and circumstances and environment become. I think we can really create a, 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 a wonderful area for us to thrive as well as our relationships and the people around us to thrive, the closer we adhere to it. 
more on that subject, um, I would recommend the book Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. I think he does a great job communicating it. Obviously, it is not he's not exhaustive. He basically gives you a primer on it. <laughs> you can obviously read about that in more detail, but that's not what's super important. The reason I brought it up is because I think this whole forgiveness thing, there is a, a pretty strong reality to the importance of forgiveness that very, very few people learn to learn to accept in their lifetime because anger, bitterness, and resentment and holding on to grudges it comes so naturally to us. Vengeance comes so naturally to us that it is almost unnatural for us to fight against it. And to accept the reality that holding on to these grudges is not only bad for the relationship we're holding on to the grudge on, but it is actually toxic for us, almost like a poison. To accept that reality is one of the most unnatural things we can do because we have this tendency to want to protect ourselves emotionally from dangerous people who hurt us and resentment and bitterness and unforgiveness are our emotional tools for walling ourselves off from certain people who have hurt us in the past. And that's understandable. And, and, and there does need to be a boundary there. So, what I don't want this video or podcast to be misinterpreted as is a, you must blanketly forgive people for everything they've done to you all the time ever. Or if you do, then that forgiveness should have some degree of bound, some boundaries, not some degree of, but should have some boundaries for that specific relationship. that force the relationship into a position where it can it can grow moving forward. Don't worry, we're going to unpack that a little bit. Because like I've talked about in the show, these issues are far more complex than like a singular generalization. But in my experience, forgiveness itself is a poison. It is a emotional and spiritual poison, and I'm going to make a case for that in today's episode. And then I'm going, to, I'm going to argue that forgiveness is not only essential for any relationship, but it is also essential for us to even be able to cultivate healthy relationships moving forward. It's a very, very heavy and loaded topic. So I'm, I'm hoping I can, I can cover all of that in the time frame I have here. So let's start, let's start with what it does to in our immediate personal relationships. When somebody slights us or offends us or hurts us in some way, our natural instinct is to wall ourselves off from that person so that they can't hurt us anymore. And to a point, this is healthy. In fact, it's obviously essential in many relationships. You don't want to be in an emotionally abusive relationship. Definitely don't want to be in a physically abusive relationship. If that's you, Seek help and a counselor immediately so that can help you navigate that issue. But we don't want to be in emotionally damaging relationships 
if we cannot set boundaries in those relationships. So in order for us to properly forgive people for what they've done for us, we have to realize that we only have control over our end of the issue. We cannot sit around and wait for them to ask for that forgiveness. We may wait forever or it may never come. We may never even see the person who hurt us. What if they're dead? What if they've passed? What if they hurt us in the past? So forgiveness is something we do for ourselves. It's not something we do for the other person. And I know this is so contrary to what our natural instincts are. Because we don't want them to quote unquote get away with it. Well, I hate to tell you, but they are going to get away with it. Whether they ask you for forgiveness or not. The event has happened. They're not going to be punished for it. At least not in this lifetime. And us holding on to it does not punish them. It punishes us. So then you ask, well, how can I punish them then? How can I, how can I make sure it doesn't happen again? Well, grudges and resentments don't affect them. They just don't. They only affect us. They are like poison in our veins. They, they drain us of our energy every day. They make us angry. They make us resentful. And they, they, they force us to put up walls that are permanent walls to situational issues. Perfect example of this is a relationship. If you've been hurt in a relationship, then the only person you should be setting up those walls with is the person who hurt you. But if we don't set boundaries in a healthy way, we will set up a wall that blocks everyone off because of what that one person did. And I get it. That's our natural instinct is we don't want to be hurt again. But the truth is, is, is that pain was from a specific source. And that specific source can be addressed. We gener generationally and culturally, we really, really, really suck at setting boundaries. And I really was awful at this all through my 20s and into my 30s. I'm still learning a lot on how to do it properly. A couple of great books on the subject is the book Boundaries. And you can get a boundaries in marriage. You can get a boundaries for singles. You can get a boundaries for kids. There's like a whole bunch of variations of the same book. Um, another one is, is Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk. But these books show you how to lovingly set boundaries with specific people based on specific circumstances. Boundaries to me are the resolution to this grudge and unforgiveness issue. It allows you to not punish people, but, but set up certain barriers for people based upon the emotional damage that they do to you so that you can protect yourself and potentially protect them from future, future harm without damaging your other relationships. Speaking of those books I mentioned, they are on Audible, and this show is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out because you listen to this show 
For a limited time, you get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audio, Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog, as well as an additional free title of your choosing. That could be the Boundaries book we talked about. If you discover audiobooks are not for you, no problem. You can cancel online anytime, instantly. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing dot org and sign up right now. So I believe that boundaries are the solution to this problem of, well, who's going to punish them if I forgive them for it? Because not everybody's going to hurt you emotionally. But as we learn to set healthier boundaries with people, we can we can set stronger boundaries from some over, over than over others. So we can set stronger, more broad boundaries for people in which we kind of perceive that this is something they're going to hurt us with. Maybe they are prone to betrayal. Maybe they're prone to gossip. And so as we become more aware of things that they, ways they may hurt us, we can love them well while setting healthy boundaries with them. And we can tell them flat out, if you do this, then I'll do this. There's plenty of ways to set these boundaries. So we have to get to the point where we forgive people because we don't want to hold on to it because it will poison us and it will poison our other relationships. And the forgiveness thing we always have to remind ourselves is it's not for them. It's for ourselves so that we can set free the thing that we are so bitterly holding on to because it's, it's something we definitely cannot change. Like we can't change what has happened. The past is in the past. And so no amount of frustration, no amount of anxiety, no amount of resentment, no amount of unforgiveness is going to change that. And us forgiving people for that positions us for getting the poison out of our veins so that that bitterness does not spill over into our newer relationships that have potential for intimacy and growth and in a deeper level of friendship. If you've met somebody who holds on to grudges and resentments and is a perpetual victim, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because being a victim is a defense mechanism. It feels good. It feels good to be to, to receive sympathy. It feels good for people to feel sorry for you. It feels good for it feels good to blame other people for all of our problems. It feels good to not take responsibility. But these mechanisms by which we feel good are, are, like, are like a drug. You know, they, they are not long-term solutions to our short-term problems. And the victim mindset is not a long-term solution to any short-term or, or any problem you may have. It is an emotional tool that will help you cope with the current moment. But in the long run, the, the victim mentality tends to attract 
certain types of relationship dynamics that are unhealthy. For example, if, if you are the kind of person who is a perpetual victim, you will attract people who are rescuers, and then you will in that in, end up in those codependent relationships in which you find yourself at the mercy of somebody else who has to emotionally bail you out all the time, or even literally bail you out, which becomes a codependency thing, which isn't good. So it actually makes you vulnerable to unhealthy relationships when you are a angry, bitter, resentful person because it attracts certain all other negative personality types into your circle or into your fold. Holding your grudge does not make you strong. It makes you bitter, like the beginning of the quote. Forgiving does not make you weak. It sets you free. Notice that the two things on this quote make forgiveness an about you thing. It's not about the other person. Because at the end of the day, you only have control over that one side, and that's your side. It's how you decide to process what happened. And I know you may be saying, Craig, that's easy for you to say, but you haven't been abused. You haven't been raped. You haven't been... You, you don't know what I've experienced. I cannot just simply forgive this person for what they've done. There's only two things I can say to that. First of all, you don't know the level of betrayal that I've experienced. So I've experienced deep, deep betrayal in my life at different stages of my life by different types of people. So there's that. For what it's worth. But second of all, I get it. I definitely get it. I understand. But I, I do have to I do have to posit this question. Does your unforgiveness make your life better? Does your lack of forgiveness for that person Breathe life into you or poison? Does it enslave you or does it set you free? Are you carrying a load that isn't even yours to carry? Because that was something that happened to you. It's not your fault. So why continue to perpetuate your suffering? The forgiveness aspect of this is purely selfish, but in a good way. It's so you can start to move towards freedom to get the poison out of your vein. It's the antidote to the bitterness and resentment and anger and, and victimization. It, it's the, the antidote. And I know it is so counterintuitive. It is so frustrating, unnatural, frustratingly unnatural, because for some reason we believe we are punishing that person by hating them, but we're not. We're only punishing ourselves. We're only enslaving ourselves. And the, the more bitterly frustrating thing apart about that is they may be going through their day every day without even thinking about what they did to you. And that's even more frustrating. 
we have to purge this poison out of our systems. Otherwise, we will carry it around with us. And just like a just like a good poison, it will slowly kill us emotionally, spiritually, and, and maybe even physically if it, it forces us into bad habits like eating and drinking and smoking so that we can physically cope with something we are holding on to that we cannot change. It's absolutely essential for us to move forward. And we do not do it for them. You should take tremendous comfort that there is a God of the universe who will judge people accordingly for what they have done. I I don't know if you're a religious person. And even if God doesn't judge them, reality will. In most cases, these things have a tendency to catch up to the people who are getting away with it or seemingly getting away with it at the time. Reality is a cruel mistress. <laughs> and it may not even seem like it's bothering them, but maybe it is. We don't know. We don't know what's going on in the hearts of others. Nor should we take responsibility for that. That is not our responsibility. All we can do is take responsibility for our end of the street. So I get it. This is this topic is super counterintuitive to our nature, but I do believe that there is a natural law to forgiveness. And I, th- I think in most cases, as with any law that's not universal and it's not 100% applicable to everybody at all times, so there's always exceptions to the absolutist rule. But as with most, in most cases, I do genuinely believe forgiveness is an absolute component for us to be free. We need to be better at forgiving. And then in order to protect ourselves, we need to be better at taking that next step of setting boundaries with people so that that specific person cannot hurt us again emotionally or physically or whatever that ends up being. If you're in an abusive relationship, then that boundary may be them going to jail or talking to a police officer. I know it's not that simple, but you can talk to people who are counselors anonymously who can help you navigate that because I do realize how delicately impossible some of those situations can seem, but you're not alone. You, you just need to reach out and you can do it anonymously to slowly take one step away from it to kind of get yourself out of it slowly. You don't have to wake up tomorrow and, 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 and have a, a final solution. Only thing we can do is take small steps toward a solution every day, whatever those small steps might look like for you. Baby steps. You've listened to the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If you haven't liked, shared, or subscribed, please do right now on Facebook, YouTube, or Rumble. The likes and shares help the show grow. This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org for this limited time offer. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. 
And until the next video, remember, holding a grudge does not make you strong. It makes you bitter. Forgiving doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. So let's start making small steps toward the long road of forgiveness. And I know that anger and bitterness may feel like home right now because it's the thing that you take most comfort in. But there is a better way. And you don't have to decide to forgive people or even learn how to forgive people overnight. All we can do is take small steps today to let go of those things. And then like a skill, we'll get better with it over time. Because it doesn't make you weak. It sets you free. So be selfish today. You won't hear me say that very often on my show. Be selfish today. Forgive those who have hurt you. Get the poison out of your veins. Take the antidote. And if you find yourself in a relationship in which people have hurt you emotionally, well, let's start setting healthier boundaries to protect ourselves in those individual situations. So until tomorrow, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can for today because that is all we can do. Have a good day.